Indian and cowboy, indigenous, independent, and listener-supported, rooted firmly at the intersection between digital media, podcasting, and indigenous storytelling. Welcome to Otpem Suez Guayra Kitsigisikok Meti in Space. Chelsea Val Nitsigasan. Molly Swain Nitsigasan. Mantu Sakaignik Nitotsin. Oh, two Squanik Nitotsin. Mantu Sakaignik Nitotsin. Just say it. Man, 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 to spooky. Otpem Suez Guayra Kitsigisikok. We have a we have a studio audience here right now, um, mm-hmm. comprised of my my husband who is holding the baby. He's protecting us. Yes, and he's but he's he's given us some weird looks there. I think we freaked <laughs> him out with the Manitou thing. But that will be explained. It will. It will. It. Will it? It, it might, might be. be. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Okay. We we just got to get into this yes. one because there's not much to say beyond. Wow. Wow. Cheers, Cheers. to Manitou. Yes. All right. Yes. Uh, Molly, why don't you tell us about the wine? Of the oh, my goodness. We found the best wine. So in case you haven't realized by our spooky, generally spooky demeanor this this fine evening. Uh, it's our Halloween special, yo. Yeah. So we made it extra scary and extra spooky. We went there. We're both big, giant wusses. Biggest. But we watched a scary movie and we got the scariest wine that we could find. The Apothic Dark Red Blend, California, 2014. It's really good. And the cork is black. And the cor- even the cork is, it's a super goth cork. Yeah. It's got like this gothic writing and designs on it. It's completely black, including the inside. Anyway, you should get some. It's really nice. Uh, including the description. There's a romance in the darkness. It draws our curiosity and beckons a desire to taste the unknown. This apothic dark blends dark fruit flavors of blueberry and blackberry with opulent notes of coffee and dark chocolate for a rich yet silky smooth wine experience. Ah, yeah. yeah. Can't get much better than that, Chelsea. I'm stalling now. Yeah, no, I <laughs> so Chelsea, Chelsea I, I, just walked away. I was just <laughs> like, deciding bye. if I was going to let the cat out or not. I didn't want to scare her, you know, cats, cats. T- yeah. No, there's been too much. There's been too much fear in this right. house tonight with exactly. the Manitou. Has there so, really been? I, I'm I'm tense. I'm I'm a bit nervous about having my back you, to the window. You were not you were not lying about being a bigger wimp than me. I, when we talked about Buffy, and you were like you were like I'm a bigger wimp than Chelsea. I was like nah, she's just saying it. But no, it's really true. No, it's it's really true. All right. Do you yeah. want do you want to switch places? Are you cool with sitting? Um, with yeah, I think it'll be okay. Okay. I think right. it'll be okay. Right. I wish I had my blanket on though. <laughs> Chelsea's kids gave me their like prize stuffed animals <laughs> so I could hold them while we watch this movie, and I put a big blanket on. Yes, they were clutched. Yeah, so if you're wondering why I did that, what what caused, what engendered this fear, mm. it was 1978's The Manitou, starring Tony Curtis, where a psychic's girlfriend finds out that a lump on her back is a growing reincarnation of a 400-year-old demonic Native American spirit. Wow. 
scary yeah very scary <laughs> yeah yeah so the intro opens up with some drums and flutes and um a whole bunch of images from different indigenous cultures we got aztec hieroglyphics we've got uh masks like from peru like the chimu we've got the um, pacific northwest totem poles and then there's like some sort of vaguely african looking stuff you know i think yeah. they're just they were whatever. just kind of like this looks ethnic. Let's yeah. do that. I mean, that's legitimately indigenous, you know? Yeah. So they weren't, like, sticking to North America. Okay, fine, whatever. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. And uh, flutes and drums permeate. There's Absolutely. lots of flutes and lots of drums in this. So they got the atmosphere really, really well yes. put down. We, we knew you know? that natives were involved. Yeah. As soon as you walk into my house, it's just flutes, flutes and, drums. and drums. I don't even, you know, I don't even have the CD player on. No, you just, and drums. just walk in and, and that's just the sound. When yeah. I fart, it's flutes and drums. So, it is. Uh, it's melodic. <laughs> Heraldic, even. Uh, so <laughs> these these dudes are looking at an x-ray, and they're talking about some sort of growth that is growing 7.3 millimeters per hour. On the back of this Caucasian female's head and neck. 7.3 millimeters per hour. That's a lot. That's wild. That's a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually it's a ton. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh. Uh, so, th- you know, it's a big medical mystery. This shouldn't be possible. You know, it's, well, no, they didn't say it, but it's a big ass growth and yeah. she's had it for about three days. So it's already like quite yeah, noticeably it's it's large. Like, it's like larger than a, than a, than a fist yeah. on the back of her neck at that but point. But luckily she's wearing terrible seventies fashion. Right. So she's able to cover it with her big floofy seventies hair and yeah. her like big seventies, like scarf shirt combo. Yeah. The scarf shirt combo. I never really got that. Yeah. So th- I think that's really complicated. So it's this like pink blouse with the scarf that you can tie in different ways in the front and it's, it's just really unflattering but it covers big huge growths on your yeah, neck yeah i feel like that's that's the number one when you've got a giant huge uh you know 400 year old demonic native american spirit growing mm-hmm. out of you that's what you want to do so they ask her if she's been having any pain she's like no pain but and then she stops and they're like what were you going to say well it moves sometimes as if someone was trying to turn around and, or turn over and get comfortable in bed and i'm like how do you say something like that about a growth in your neck in, in like that kind of like cutesy way that you just did. How do you do that? Yeah. Like, and, and also they're kind of like, haha, that's a bit weird. Okay. Yeah. How often does it do that? Five to six times a day? Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. No, Thank you for your freaky. womanly appearance. Like <laughs> opinions about this thing that's growing in your own body. Not interesting. Totally freaky. Somebody, somebody could do an entire study of this movie on the yes. basis of like Western doctoral medicine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, wow. Anyway, we'll keep talking about it. But right. so they decide to book her a surgery. Oh, no, 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 wait. This oh, is my best. Sorry. This is the best part that I really, really like. Okay. Is um, so the the doctors are talking and they're they're like, what? I wonder what it is. And then all of a sudden, your attention is drawn to this poster on on, <laughs> on the wall, which shows like you know egg to birth, right? And it zooms in on this fetus at fifty five days, and they're like, hmm. And they're like, no, couldn't be. Hmm. You know, like super foreshadowing. Like, yeah. ooh, what could it be? Could it be this fetus that just happens <laughs> to be nailed to this wall in poster yeah. form? Like, I don't know. Like, at no point does anybody fall to their knees, clawing at their face, going, "There's a fetus on the back of her neck." Like, <laughs> we were doing point, that. I, yeah. <laughs> like, it's obviously a fetus growing on the back of her yeah, neck. But yeah. Whatever. You know, it just is impossible. They say to each other. You As know, this, like, hmm. that's too irrational. Yeah. Uh, so then it cuts to oh, a streetcar. Uh, cats are attacking. Yeah, cat, when cats attack, she's got the manatee. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, it's some kind of city and Let it's like... so she doesn't kill us. 1978, really awful, you know, kind of film quality. The city looks horribly ugly. 
we weren't entirely sure what city it is. We think it's probably San Francisco because it clearly takes place in California. And then it comes to Tony Curtis, who has not aged well by this point, unfortunately. Maybe you saw Tony Curtis like me in Some Like It Hot. Maybe you were like, Tony Curtis is clearly like kind of a babe. It's fine. He's not aged well by 1978. <laughs> no. Nobody, I think if you were alive in 1978, you just were destined not to age well. Dude. I was alive in 1978. You were like one. <laughs> yeah. No, like, that doesn't count. What, okay, well, you better start you, Maybe you were like a really carefully. wrinkly one-year-old. I don't know, man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> See? <laughs> From the mouths of babes. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, at least you don't look like Tony Curtis right now. Uh, so, anyway. So, Tony Curtis is a tarot reader. Yeah, he's just so cheesy. It's, he's like... It's kind of fun, It's actually. It's really fun. He, like, plays it up really well. Yeah, he's got this great apartment with, like, this skull uh, candle holder and, like, this weird uh, fish tank that's sort of... Yeah. yeah vertical fish tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barbara's chair. Barbara's chair. That like, he chills out in. Yeah, he's the original hipster. Like, oh, hipsters totally. would kill for his apartment. Totally. And so, like, his whole shtick is, like... He kind of, like, plays the, like, mystic for all of these rich old ladies. Yeah. And the rich old ladies them. love it. And he's got this huge fake mustache that he wears while he's reading tarot. That he, like, takes off and sticks to a pole when he's done. Yeah. You know, so he can, like, he can turn off the mystic music and play the, the Put disco on the music. Disco, yeah. And disco, like, yeah, I was saying disco music. I thought disco music was not horrible. Uh, I thought my parents had been exaggerating about that. But, like, we've, we've watched a couple movies set in the 70s or, or made in the 70s, sorry. Disco music, horrible, truly terrible. Yeah, really, yeah. really bad. Like, you, like it's just, impossible to exaggerate how no, bad it is. I know it's it takes it takes all the best things from all the best genres and makes them into crappy things. Yeah, yeah, it's just. Ugh. And so I like his line. He's like, when you're good to the spirits, the spirits are always good to you. And I was like, ooh, what is that telling us about this? You know, because it's called Manitou spirits. You know, ooh, if you're good to the spirits, they'll be good to you. But I don't know. That didn't really play out in the movie. I'm pretty sure he like pickpocketed that old lady too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He totally, he was just, that was his way of saying like, pay me more, yo. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so you got this guy. He's kind of a con, but he reads tarot cards. He's a little bit mystical, but doesn't really believe it, but is going to learn better very soon. So we cut back to Karen, the fetus tumor lady. Fetus uh, tumor lady. I like that. Yeah. Who calls up Tony Curtis, whose name is Harry, and she wants to see him. And they're clearly exes. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like, how have you been? Oh, pretty good. She was his assistant. Been? What? Yeah, because he they said- They weren't banging? Well, yes, but oh. I, she was also his his assistant because he was like, you used to pull the, the levers and knobs and stuff. And I don't think he meant that in a sexual way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to be really grossed out. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, no. No, I think, I think she used to help him fleece old women and then, like, grow conscious or something. Conscience? Conscious. Conscious. I mean both. She's she's growing she a conscious con- on her back That's right. right now. Yeah. So I'm sorry. It's it's been quite some time. It's been quite some wine. It's been quite some wine. I'm just yeah. This is my third glass. Okay. So they're catching up in a beautiful Oriental garden. Uh, she's having the operation tomorrow. There's soft music, and she's saying, "I don't know what it is. Call it women's intuition, but I think that there's more going on than they're telling." Yeah. Yeah. No kidding you got this well whatever women's intuition no but here's like this is this is kind of like almost peak western doctoral bs yeah it's like she's kind of like yeah they booked me for surgery but they didn't really tell me why yeah and it's fine and it's like what yeah 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 (laughs) they're doing surgery on the back of your flipping neck and you're not gonna ask a little bit more about this all of the medical aspects of this just blew our minds like as you'll see but yeah it it was wow it was so wow it'd be really weird to just exist in that state of expectant un 
knowing like but i mean but doctors still expect you to do that yeah that, like, but i don't think most people, expert thing I, maybe maybe older people just like put up with it but i don't no, know i think a lot of people yeah. do and i think a lot of doctors like really rely on it Ugh. Like you try to ask questions or you try to, you know, elaborate on what's going on and doctors will be like, no, 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 don't worry about it. It's fine. It's totally fine. I've had that happen so many times. Well, this is why I avoid the doctor. So I'm kind of talking out of my neck. (laughs) (laughs) My nice. All right. So, uh, then they're, they're walking along like, uh, some sort of, you know, the port area. Uh, it's, it's nice. I was getting hungry. I was looking at the seafood. I wasn't really sure what was going on. There was swelling romantic music. And I was like, we were like, God, this is so boring. Yeah. It was really going on. And then... Um, you know, and I'm like, hasn't he seen her hump yet? Like, I thought, you know, he'd be kind of horrified it, but, but hasn't seen it yet. No. They go uh, back to his house. They go back to his house and they both have bathrobes on because it's been raining really hard. So they both put on bathrobes and we're like, so, so did they do it? Like, has we he seen sure. her neck? Yeah, it wasn't really clear, but he, he hasn't seen her neck. Yeah. And then they he, wake up in the same bed. Well, he does tarot for her first. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, he does tarot. And yeah, he keeps pulling the death card and she's like, yeah. Ooh, what does that mean? And he's like, don't worry about it and we're like well death the death card in tarot doesn't actually mean that yeah 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 no it's fine so anyway so they're they're asleep in front of the 70s fireplace in their 70s bed wearing silk pajamas obviously yeah and they've clearly done it i think so i i mean i felt that they did but so so what about the hump and you were like well you probably didn't even get there like no that's that's literally (laughs) what i think is like like, he probably was just like didn't even see it because i think even if even if you tell somebody like i have this huge hump on the back of my neck that's been growing over the past three days and you're like getting intimate and then you feel that i think there would be a moment where you're just kind of like whoa do you think he could even penetrate her 70s hair with his hands okay but you used the word penetrate first and i got stuck on that and then the the neck thing i meant that double entendre yeah you just ruined that that got gross in my mind all 70s sex automatically should not be a thing ever you Although said, then you would have oh never God, been born. Dude. Oh no! This is like going back in time to kill Hitler's dad. <sighs> no, I can't believe you. But by accident and like a good thing, you accidentally just compared my parents to. Let's keep, let's move forward. Wow, I've had like five glasses. I am one. not let's editing go that out. And neither are you. Mm. I'm I'm holding that over you. That was terrible. That was so bad. Wow, we just hit the bottom. This okay. movie is bringing us to the bottom. Whoa. Anyway, right. so any so they don't see her hump, or he doesn't see her hump. I guess there's no penetration of her seventies hair. I mean, but there, I think uh, there, but was. there was. A... <laughs> so anyway, after whatever penetration of whatever hair might happen, <laughs> this is so bad. What are we doing? Um, she wakes up in the middle of the night because she's chanting in her sleep. Yes, and we originally weren't sure because their enunciation is terrible. Oh God, they keep like. All the indigenous words that they use, or the ones that sound like indigenous words in this, they keep mispronouncing them. But they just like, switch them? some consonants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I couldn't not. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. Figure it out. So it ends up being uh, Pana Witchy Salatu, and she's chanting this in her sleep. Pana Witchy Salatu, and we were like, "Wait, is that Mana Gitchi Manatu?" Yeah, it was. But exactly. no, 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 because they say it about 500 times during the course of the yeah, movie. It's yeah, yeah. Pana Witchy Salatu. But I've heard, I also heard them say it Sanatu and, and Saratu. Like, yeah, so whatever. Anyway. anyway. Uh, yeah, so she's chanting that in the middle of the night. He's kind of like, whoa, what's that? And uh, so day after, uh, she's going to have the operation. And uh, there's like this scary old technology. She's in the operating theater, right? There's a dude standing there like pumping the the the, the like <laughs> you were the, really freaked out by weird. this i'm freaked out by that like so you know she's passed out she's got a tube in her mouth to help her breathe this guy's like pumping you know this like bladder 
to make her breathe. I, and, and I you kind gotta, of think you they gotta, still do that. Uh, dude, no way. That is done by I a machine. I feel like I saw that on ER. You're full of it because like he was sitting there. He, imagine if you're like, you know, it's a boring thing. You're like, imagine being the guy doing that. It's yeah. boring. What if you get bored and you like forget? To pump the bladder and she doesn't breathe. Like, like oops. Yeah. It, like, yeah. And at one point, like the sound of him pumping the bladder didn't match him actually doing it, which was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> you screwed that one up. Buddy. You're either g- terrible or great at your job, and yeah, I don't yeah, know what yeah. it is. But yeah, this old technology, like just creepy looking, just like barbaric looking operating theater. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, but operating theaters still look almost exactly like that, well, so... I know, but they're li- yeah. like... I, I guess we're, you know, we're like... The technology is where it's supposed to be at. But I was thinking, mm. I was thinking, you know, like, even, like, 20 years from now, looking back at, like, you know, watching shows yeah. like ER or, or whatever, like, whatever medical shows, they're going to be like, ha ha, look at that old technology, you yeah. know? Why didn't everybody just immediately die on the operating table? Yeah. This is horrendous. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. so... Karen, uh, fetus tumor lady, is is on the table, uh, and they're like putting the scalpel towards the lump in her back, and, and she starts flipping out. Okay, but so was Molly because you should have seen Molly's face. She was like, ah, and okay, I was a little bit okay. Like, you too. were you were I like was, fully was like not that. even looking. I was flipping out because I was yeah. actually watching because I, I was I was not gonna look because I thought that. it was gonna be all, like pussy and gross and stuff, so I wasn't looking. Yeah, but like fear. Molly was like, oh my god. Well, yeah. Yeah. So he's, yeah, putting the scalpel towards it. Yeah. And we were, like, not having it. Yeah, and so Karen flips out and starts chanting, like, opens her eyes and starts chanting around this breathing tube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, she's chanting, you know, Pana, Witchy, Salatu. And then the surgeon is, like, overcome with a, some kind of, you know... Force. Ethereal, demonic force. And starts, like, putting the scalpel towards his hand really slowly. Like, he can't control it. He's going to cut his hand. He's going to cut his hand. Yeah, He's going to cut I his hand. I couldn't watch that. And we were both like... Ah! And then he cuts his hand, and we were like, ah! Ew, 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 ew. It was gross. But, you know. But not actually that gross. Yeah. Mostly the tension was gross. Yeah. And then it cuts to Tony Curtis giving a tarot reading to a totally awesome old lady. Yeah, she had a really, really cool outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Really. It was like, I don't know, like 1800s widow. Witch. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, or widow. Hey, Both. Same. Nice. Right? Yeah. Uh, she was a bit odd. Mm-hmm. So... She's kind of, like, very dramatic, and clearly this is, like, the one thing that she does for herself, because even though she's very rich, she's obviously very lonely, and this, like, younger man is, like, does the stuff for her, and it's fine. Uh, But then, you know, he's pulling all these cards, and he's like, you know, your week's going to be really great, you know, it looks like maybe some stormy stuff's going to come up a little bit later on Tuesday, but things are generally fine. And then he pulls the death card, and when he pulls the death card, which we saw earlier in the movie... The old lady becomes like begins to have conniptions. Yeah, she's it, like like she becomes like seized, right? She's like shaking, kind of. So he's freaking out. He's like, "You gotta stop this," because I think I think uh, with her, uh, like before she started, he he asked her how she was, and she started crying, you know, uncontrollably, and, and he he went shh, and she stopped. So I think he's used to being like brusque with her, like you know, yeah. stop being so female and emotional, right? So he's like, "You better stop, or I'm gonna call I'm gonna call an ambulance," you know. But his his brusque male tone wasn't working with her. Yeah, so she starts and she's way. She's yeah. wailing like mana, mana. Yeah, it was it was hard to actually. I I did not understand the sounds coming out of her mouth, but yeah, that makes sense. So she's yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then and then she's wheezing, and then oh, she starts. She looks chanting, yeah. and while she's chanting, oh, she she's starts floating. But no, first she starts doing traditional dancing. Oh, right, I forgot. I forgot because at that point I was uh, I was breastfeeding the baby, and and my husband did not write that down. Wait, did he? 
traditional dancing. Damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm so busted. Yeah, but she was doing a pretty good traditional dance there, for, especially for an old Kukume. Yeah. She was just like, you know. I gotta say, that was gotta not say. bad. She's our number two favorite character yeah. in this movie. She was and like, great. this is kind of the reason. She kind of, she held it down yep. Yep. for a few seconds there. And then she starts floating. And then she starts floating and she floats up out of the apartment, down the hall, kind of like, a bit like the exorcist. Yeah, very much like. like very like the exorcist. Yeah. Floats down the hall and then just chucks herself down the stairs yeah. and horribly. She, oh, he, he wrote, he, he falls down all the stairs through the balustrade. Is that pronounced properly? Yeah. Wow. He, he works in architect for that's true that's true i would just call them those little wooden posty things on the side that help you not fall yeah but it didn't help her not fall <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah she just like busts through every one of those kind of like really horrifically yeah and yeah, like and kind of unnecessarily you know yeah. she could have just like fallen down the- no but she had to bust through every single balustrade <laughs> baluster they're individually called baluster jeez all right, so uh, back to the hospital. Yeah, so yeah. To- also, there's this very touching moment where oh, yeah. Tony Curtis is like holding her body and right. just being very genuinely like upset that she's done Dun- this. Yeah, and, and the thing, what what struck me about that is because he seems like, you know, he's, he's a con man, right? Mm-hmm. He's fleecing old ladies out of their money. You'd think he'd be like really cynical and not care about them at all. But yeah, he genuinely seems like a good person. And, and that yeah. was a, a little detail that actually made me like his character because he yeah. like he wasn't just this cold, cynical person who had to like become somebody who cares. He's actually a caring person well, already. This is this is kind of an interesting thing that I thought about this character just generally is he that kind of sets him apart from almost everybody else that we've seen in these movies, all the white characters that we've seen in these True. movies, is he doesn't have to become indigenous at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he doesn't, very he nice, doesn't have that entitlement yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. Which is really interesting, because as a common, you think that he would feel entitled to certain things, but he never really... Or at least to fake them, but he that. doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. He kind of so, stays in his stays in his canoe, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah, he totally does. Yeah. yeah, he's willing to like lean over and like, you know, bang on the gunwales of other canoes to get people's <laughs> attention. But he yeah. never, you know, he never has to jump, jump in ship. there. Yeah, it's not like, hey, now it's my canoe. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, oh, man, the computers. Yeah. So they're yeah. back at the hospital. And these wicked old 70s computers are all over the place. Yeah. And it's it's incredible. And he's talking to the surgeon who was trying to operate on Karen, uh, tumor fetus lady, and saying, like, you know, I don't think this is just a physical thing. Like, Karen, you know, Karen mentioned this kind of woman's intuition. She thinks that there might be something else going on here. And, you know, like, I'm a, I'm a tarot reader, but I don't really believe in that so much. And the doctor's like, hey, do you want a drink? And we were like, what? <laughs> Pulls out this, like, cut crystal, like, flask. Yeah out of you know off his shelf and is like yeah. do you want to drink and tony curtis is like sure totally like totally normal and, totally and pours him casual pours him up a couple fingers fingers of like whiskey or something like i want my doctor to do that my doctor's never offered me. i do that before i go to the doctor anyway <laughs> but like, like if i could get that, that as part of my doctor appointment that oh, would be man. incredible that must have been a thing though in the 70s we we're discussing this right we're yeah, like whether or not it was actually real yeah because it would be weird to put it in the movie then people would be like my doctor doesn't give me alcohol. That was that that didn't strike me as true, you know. So it must have been a thing where like that's normal that like because I can't I, I mean immediately jump to mind liability issues, all sorts of like things like that, right? You just you would not have a situation, and you know he doesn't have a liquor license and this and that. Like yeah, it just wouldn't happen now. It just would not happen. There's it's no too way. Regulated. There's no way. Yeah, 
And yet, don't you kind of wish it would happen next like, time? Kind of. Like, t- I completely wish it would happen. Guys, next time you have to go in for your prostate exam, wouldn't you like your doctor to be like, hey, you want to drink first? Yeah. Pap smear? Like, are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Pap smear? I will take that right. Drink. I'll take a double. Oh, yes. Anyway. Doctors just saying. You might want to get saying. a liquor license. People in the medical profession, if you're a nurse, you know, yeah. you could just slip us a little something, something yeah. before we go in there. Or, you know, like, seriously think about this in your clinics. Like, have an area where you get a liquor license and that's the like the 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 place that you go before you get your prostate exams and your pap smears done all right done and dusted there we go we revolutionized the medical industry here you're welcome space today you're welcome Uh, you can send uh our consulting fee to uh metis in space at gimmeyourmoney.com oh yeah dot gov dot (laughs) ca all right so harry goes to visit some people's the uh, the, peop- the the woman who taught him Anna or- Am- Amelia, Amy Amy. Well, first it's Anna Amelia, Amelia it's- Amy Amy. Well, it's whatever. She's all she's, the A's. She's like Amber. the white lady who's had way too much bronzer. Yeah, way too much bronzer. Yeah, like really really striking blue eyes and then like weird brown face and then white neck. I don't even know what that was about. Yeah, she went into the the head the head size tanning bed. <laughs> I don't think, but I'm pretty sure and it they was didn't bad have, to her. I'm pretty sure they didn't have tanning beds back then. But anyway, whatever predated the tanning on. bed, she probably she like she was wearing her full length like <laughs> like nun's cowl almost, and just got the face. No, you know, like in the old movies where they have like the the reflecting thing that you you put up. Yeah, against my dad your face. makes those every summer. Yeah, tin foil, yeah. tin foil trifold. <laughs> So that's what Sorry, was going Dad. on. I told I told this secret to everyone. The secret has been told. Yep. All right, and this was the best. So, um, they're okay. Oh no, wait. Did I? Yeah, she says douse the lights. Okay, wait, okay, wait, wait. First, they go to the fisherman shop, and he meets the husband, whose name is MacArthur, but he calls him Mackenzie, and it's like this is boring. Uh, Oh, that's why I didn't write it down. Yeah, and then it's like, well, you know, Amelia, Amy is like, you know, I'm not supposed to do this because my husband told me not to, and then the husband comes up and gives her the okay. He's like, okay, honey, go ahead. Yeah, you know, because we all need our husbands to tell us when we can like summon demons or do anything. Yeah, or like decide to help our friends. He said no. He said no. Shit, that makes Let's me want to do it. <laughs> so anyway, so they decide to, that they need a seance. Like, it's not going to help. This is powerful magic. They can't just do it then and there. Uh, they have to summon demons or whatever through this seance. So they go to Karen's aunt's house because Karen has been living with her aunt. And her aunt is loaded. And her aunt is has maybe one of the best aesthetics in this whole movie. Yeah. Everybody looks so bad in this movie. Yeah, yeah, really bad. It's outrageous. It's like the 70s were a bad time for hair and clothes and disco. And horror movies. Yeah, for white people anyway. Yeah. All right, so, yeah. So everybody, it, everybody looks, looks terrible, but this aunt looks amazing. She looks like kind of a chubby Marilyn Monroe. And I mean that entirely complimentary. Yeah. She is just beautiful. Uh, and so they go and they decide to have this seance. Um, douse the lights. Douse the lights. What up with that? Like, was is the aunt so old? But she it wasn't even her that said it. It was Amy Amber or Amy, Amelia or whatever. <laughs> so douse the lights. Like, I kind of wanted to start saying that. Like, like throw some water in the lights. Like, Did what? you ever read Amelia Bedelia? Nah, but I've heard of it. Okay, so Amelia Bedelia takes everything really literally, and it reminded me a lot of Amelia Bedelia. So there's this book where she has to be a housekeeper, okay. and it's like, Amelia, you have to draw the curtains. And so she goes and she sits down with a pad of paper and a pencil, and she, she draws, draws the curtains. And so like when she said, douse the lights, I was yeah. totally expecting Tony Curtis to get this big jug of water and just like, psh, all over the lights. It didn't happen, wow. but like nobody says that. 
It's totally archaic and but weird. But I'm going to start saying it. Douse the lights. What? Like, because here, a lot of people will say, like... Uh, close the light. Close the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But now I'm going to be like, douse the lights. And neither the Francophones nor the Anglophones will understand well, what the hell I'm talking about. any clue. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, my way of being edgy. There you go. There you go. And now the lights can always stay on because we're too terrified because the manager will get us. So can we talk a little bit about this whole seance thing? Like, only white people do that weird-ass thing where they just, like, play with spirits. Like, we're going to make a Ouija board. It's the Ouija board thing. Like, what? No, no, you even. That's the thing is, like, you do that when you're kids and then you grow up and you realize that that is such a bad idea. Yeah, you just don't do that. But, like, white people are always doing that shit. All about that. They're, like, Ouija boarding. Especially rich ones. Yeah. And, like, haven't they seen enough movies to know that le- that's, like, the worst idea ever? Yeah. Like, I think I just think always maybe, messing like, with what they shouldn't be messing with. Yeah. I think maybe they're missing out on stories a little bit. Oh, man. Yeah. You know? They don't have enough scary stories, in, like, real scary stories in yeah. their life. So they think it's all a joke. And they yeah, just, it's like, all fun and games. It's until like, Friday s- night, let's get drunk and call up some spirits. Like, no, that's exactly what you don't do. That's the literal opposite of what you should be doing on a Friday night. Yeah, guess what literally everybody who's, like, died a horrible death has, from spirits has done before you? That. Gotten drunk and called up spirits. Just don't. Just don't do it. White people do- Well... You know what? White people, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead and call up spirits. Friday night, this Friday night. Woo! Halloween! Woo, call Halloween. up spirits. Yeah, it's a great idea. Woo! <clears throat> do it yeah and tell us how it works out for you yeah or not or not we won't we won't wait by the phone you know okay Ugh. so anyway they decided to call up the spirits the light goes totally green yeah that was cool that's how you know the spirits are coming because spirits are green super green mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like kryptonite yeah and green lantern yeah or the fifth element where they call everything super green <laughs> that's right <laughs> Awesome. Oh, and then the best part in the whole movie is this head starts coming out of the middle of their cool table. And it so, looks like it's like drenched in oil. It's like totally yeah. like, you know, covered in it's like black, black slick, and like gooey yeah. stuff. And it's coming and out of the table. It's just coming really, really slowly, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, and we're like Indian head, you know, because it's like it's it's got the straight black hair and the nose and the cheekbones, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, Full on, definitely an Indian head. So Amy Amelia Amber says, uh, who are you? What do you want? And, and he, the, the head just starts going, blah, 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 I have no blah, idea blah, what it said. Blah, blah. I don't know what it said. No, it didn't say anything. It was just going, bah, 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 and it bah, melts bah, back bah. into the table. Yeah. And everything I, goes kind of quiet. Yeah. And they're like, okay, good. Good sounds, everyone. High fives. Handshakes all around. Uh, you know, do you want to get the cucumber water out? Like, mm-hmm. let's let's keep going. Yeah. Great party. Great seance. And then the window explodes in with lightning. Yeah, and gale force winds. And everybody's like, nobody can move. Like Mackenzie or MacArthur or whatever is like, Amber, Amelia. Yeah, they're all like thrown up against the walls. They like can't get to anybody. They're like, oh no, and lightning striking everywhere. And they're like, this is the worst seance ever. I wasn't expecting this. And the lights go on. And everything's fine. And everything's fine. Boom. Like, why didn't they just turn on the lights before? Like next time your 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 window explodes inwards and gale force winds are tossing you around, just turn on the lights, man. Yeah, and if they're if they're white, you're good. If they're yeah. green, yeah, give them turn another them flick. Off again. Yeah, just yeah. turn them off. Flick them a couple times. Turn them off. Yeah, just wait douse, for like a couple seconds. Then douse. There you go. Douse the lights. Yeah. All right, and you're good. So we were told it was an evil spirit. This yeah. is some black magic. And uh, Amy Amelia uh, Amber says. You know, it reminded me of a wooden Indian statue. This 
Oh my god. The kind that you see outside those old time saloons. I hate that. This, that was maybe the worst line in this whole movie. That's for when me. we were like, are we gonna hate everything about this movie? Because it, it was just beginning, and we we're like, oh man, is that where it wasn't? It wasn't. It was like half an hour in. Yeah, that's true. It like wasn't. Even, they had like done most of the setup, and we we're like, this is kind of going okay. This is yeah. fine. And then we're like, oh. and it's like, how do you recognize an Indian person? Does it look like the um, biggest Indian stereotype you've ever seen? Then hey, then, it's yeah. an Indian person. Number one, you know, number one, you know, possibility that it is in fact an Indian. But, but then Harry goes. Good one. Oh, an Indian medicine man. Because, like, there's only two types of Indian men. Like, medicine men. And the sarcastic, wisecracking, you know, like, sidekick. Yeah. That's it. Who can't really speak English. No, 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 exactly. So those are the two types of Indian men. Yeah. And or, in- or, the, or the warrior who only does war whoops. Right, right. So okay, there's so yeah, there's three, three. types. But and the think... medicine man, the medicine man has the subtype of good and evil. True, but true. mostly evil. Yeah, mostly evil. So you know, Indian men, uh, you've got a lot to choose from there. Lucky yeah. you, lucky I, you. Yeah, that was like, uh, oh man, I can't do fractions. Well, our percentages out of fractions. That was a one third. What is that? Yeah, like thirty three point three 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 yeah. Chance of getting it right there, and you got it right. Man, <laughs> good job. Yeah. All right. We saw this thing that looked like it might be a wooden Indian statue outside of an old-time <laughs> saloon, and we, in fact, guessed correctly that it was very much an Indian medicine man. That's right. All he wanted to, was to get back outside of that old-time saloon, but we would not let him. <laughs> no. Okay, so, so medicine men were of, often powerful magicians. Mm-hmm. Their manitous could be reborn at any time in the past or the future by impregnating themselves in a man, woman, or animal. Man, woman, or animal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was thinking about that. That, the, you know, if, if they can project themselves into the future, like far into the future, I want, next time that I'm feeling threatened, you know, by anything, uh, I'm going to project myself 3,000 years into the future, have a little peek. You know, yeah. get threatened over there and then get sent back and tell you how it goes. See, that's really useful. Right? And if and if medicine men are so so like good at this stuff, wouldn't they have done that? Wouldn't they wouldn't they have projected themselves past contact, checked out all the nasty shit the white people got up to, and said, nah. And gone back and then like organized it so that never happened? Don't you think we'd have done that if we See, could've that's had- that remember that time that I talked about Hitler's dad and killing him yeah and that's a little bit like that except like this keeps coming up me. why does this keep coming up well okay but i don't know but anyway right wouldn't right we? so i don't know i i just think that that should be like somebody should write that as a story yeah so well, that's fun. that's the thing is i throughout this movie there are a lot of instances where i was like man that is a really cool opening for yeah. some badass futuristic yeah, stuff that's a cool idea yeah and i like that one. there's like yeah there's like a whole like there's but there's a bunch of points in this yes. like it's worth watching just for that yeah just to pick up some, on some cool ideas and i yeah. like that one you know not that they ever explore any of them no. at all no. but like we could yeah. you know and uh yeah i don't know yeah the tumors and the whatever Ugh. okay anyway so but that would have been cooler yeah, that would have been so cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so they decide that, you know, they're not, they don't have the capacity to be able to accurately uh, figure out what exactly this is, if it is indeed a medicine man. But um, MacArthur or Mackenzie or whatever, McAvoy or whatever his name beard. is. Yeah. Which is now cool again. But did you notice that? Yeah, his, his, his aesthetic, I was like, he's, he's the best looking out of all of them. And then I was like, I need to think about why that oh, is. you for thought a that? No, because like, 
because I was born in the seventies and I grew up with like male relations that, that, that knowledge had, of seventies aesthetic. No, that had beards and you know, like the hipsters are doing now. So like I see these like 20 something, I should stop. Cause I'm probably just defending my listeners, but like shave your beards. All of yes. Keep your beards. I like them. All right. Anyway. So beardy, beardy McBeardison has like looked up, uh, you know, what this could be. And he's, you know, he's the one who's discovered that medicine men were often powerful magi- magicians, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, you know what? The person that we might need to talk to is the person that wrote this book, Dr. Ernest Snow. And Dr. Ernest Snow just happens to live in Sausalito. Okay, but wait. So they're reading the book, and it's a, yeah. it's, it's a book uh, written about the uh, Hidatsa people. It's a legend. Mm. Uh, and, and so, yeah, they were talking about, like, some of the things that, that you know, that, that seemed like it could mirror the situation. And then uh, Beardy McBeardson stops reading, and he's like, and, and they're like, what, what else? And he's like, nah, the next part is just about rain dances. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. rain dances. Uh, yeah. So they go to visit Dr. Ernest Snow, who's like... He looked awfully familiar. His name is Meredith Burgess. And, and that it says it in familiar. the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it yeah. says, and like, have special to look up guest or like special appearance by Meredith Burgess. Now, or, he, he had a great mustache. He had a great mustache and whoa, a great beard. Best mustache. I don't totally like, not yeah. fake either. No, no, no. And very well groomed and everything. And looking like, I don't know, he looked like a little elf. Like, I felt like he should be tinkering with stuff. But whatevs. But he played a really good dickish academic. Yeah. He was oh, yeah. amazing. He was amazing. Oh my God. He was so, yeah. We'll so, you know, they're, they're kind of like trying to explain why this is a thing, you know, and he's saying, you know, no, I'm an anthropologist. This is purely legend. Uh, you know, in 1851, uh, this was the last instance that I've heard of this occurring, a Hidatsa tribe, a young Indian girl with a swelling on her arm. She ended up dying and out of her arm emerged a fully developed medicine man. Like that's wild. And he died 50 years previous to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, Tony Curtis is like, look, Dr. Snow, like there's a girl who is in danger here and all you're worried about is your reputation. Cause he doesn't want to support them. Yeah. All you're worried about is your reputation. And he says, well, yes, <laughs> the most honest academic ever. I was like, well, yes, I know that was yeah. so great. <laughs> yeah. We were like, oh, deadpans okay. it. Just like, yeah, my reputation, some chick, I don't know, dying. Boom. Boom. My reputation, yeah. obviously. Priorities, obviously. Publish or perish. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was totally it, though. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, at least this time I don't have to, like, decipher it from all of the academic, like, yeah. talk and, like, weird apologism. Yeah, like, no, it's, he's, he's just, just saying it. Like, no, okay, great. Don't even care. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the, uh, they were talking about the, you know, what had been chanted all this time, right? Uh, and, and he says... Oh, that sounds like it could be language from, you know, a, a, a Northern California tribe that died out over 400 years ago. And, the Piscicala uh, tribe. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, I, it could mean my death foretells my return. And when he first started talking, when he was like, it could mean this, I was hoping that he was going to say something like three sentences long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's just like this one little, this one little phrase. Uh, and we're like, what, what? But yeah, but it obviously like it's, it's so like all of this. Okay, so it's 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 Anishinaabe. It's totally like, Anishinaabe Moen, but like yeah. they switch consonants. They sw- yeah, they switch the consonants or they say it weirdly or whatever. So, but all of this is based on that, and it's kind of funny because they mix up the different tribes and but yeah. whatever. But it, but they also do that like homogenizing thing. Yes, that like totally pan pan indigenous thing yeah. where you know there now there's only one tribe. Yeah, you know the magic of ancient Indian tribes. Uh, was very, very powerful. 
Um, you know, and they're they're one of the great magical tribes of our, of the modern time. Yeah. They're uncontaminated by Europeans, and that's why they're so magical. Yeah, and yeah, they just full on go magic Indian here. It's it's yeah. kind of it was kind of like cloying. Uh, yeah, so the, that uh, you know that saying it comes from a time when the magic of Indians was strong, you know, and and how do we fight this medicine man? And this is what I liked. Yeah, the the the, the academic was like, why fight him? You know, why why do, why try to destroy him at all? Why why not meet him? It seems criminal to even think of destroying him. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Why doesn't he have a right to like you know hang be out? Born yeah, on the hang out in the back of some unsuspecting Lady. white chick. Yeah, like I mean, you've been doing it to us enough. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we get a little tit for tat there? You know. Yeah. I'm just gonna come hang out on your back for a while. Yeah. You know? I mean, th- like that that whole like, oh, maybe we should actually mm-hmm. be nice. Only lasts a little while. Yeah, it doesn't last. But it was also like, you know, the entire assumption up until that point is this is an evil Indian. Yeah. And we have to destroy it. And this guy's like, hey, I mean, this is a powerful person from an amazing culture. Why destroy him? Yeah. And, and he's like, like a naive anthropologist, yeah, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, you know, yeah. it's, it's nice to hear that a little bit. And then, and then Harry's like, well, there's this, you know, this, this chick, she's dying, you know, blonde woman in trouble. And the anthropologist like, yeah, okay, right. You're right. Yeah. And priorities. Then, priorities. Yeah. yeah my reputation, decide, white lady. Yeah. Then they decide how to kill him. Yeah. Why, why would you want to fight him? Um, you know, you can save her by fighting fire with fire. Yeah. Do you mean another medicine man? Yes, there's still one or two living on reservations in South Dakota. But <laughs> how are we South going Dakota? to pay him? Yeah, South Dakota it comes Thank into God. this completely randomly. I know it's so it's so funny, but only in South Dakota. There's no medicine men anywhere else. No. Just 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 there. The SD. Yeah. The most tradish. Yeah. But how are we gonna pay him? And don't worry, oh, don't worry. Awesome. They can pay him no probs because Indians have their own values of time, honor, and friendship. They won't take your money. No, you don't pay Indians, man. Oh. You, you can pay them me, in honor. Yeah. Man, you, you, you offer me money. I'm not going to take it. Nah. You want to buy like, my house? Nah, I want 100 friendships. Just 100 friendships instead of dollars, please. I want all the friendships. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. No, you can pay Indians. In yeah. Fact, in fact, you should. You should. You should. You really should. Yeah, yeah. You can start paying. Anytime. Yeah. Anywhere. I'll take, I'll take your money. I will take your money. We have a website. Indeed. E-transfer us. We should, yeah, e-transfer us. Our, our email is space at gmail.com. Boom. Email and you know what? We don't us. want honors. No, no, no. Don't e-transfer us honors. We no. don't, we don't deal in honors. No. And don't, don't email us friendships. Okay. No, we no, got no, enough. No. Yeah. Like one. <laughs> it's plenty. I, I got, I got like two. Okay. Well, okay. you're very popular. But you know, pay, you can pay, you can pay, yeah. you can do that. And yeah, just in fact, you should, like you really not, not only can you do that, but you you actually should do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If like, not, if wine's not, wine's expensive, man. Wine is expensive, but if not us directly, you know, check our Twitter. We obviously support a lot of cool stuff that's going on, yeah. and a lot of times those people need money because they are also indigenous and thus are broke. Yeah, people are always asking, "How do we support you? How do how can we be good allies? Pay for people to do the amazing projects that they are organizing." Yep, that there easy. you go. Easy now peasy. You know. Done. Now you know. There you go. Indian wisdom, straight from us to you. Yeah. 2015. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so meanwhile, they decide to try laser surgery on Karen, fetus tumor lady. Which is, I, I imagine at the time, it's supposed to be like some super advanced technology. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, you know, the surgeon is like bragging earlier about how he has a $1 million facility. Yeah. <laughs> 
really does. It's so awesome. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's advanced. Uh, so they're trying to laser surgery. Uh, but the laser starts going completely bananas yeah. and attacking everybody. Yeah, hilariously. So, like, things are blowing up all over the place. Explosions. It's like, like yeah, you know, go laser. Go laser. You're liberated. <laughs> Attack the oppressor, laser. Fuck yeah, colonial laser. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, the laser's totally on our side. <laughs> uh, and so Karen is, like, standing, you know, she's kind of been, like, obviously, like, drugged up and, like, yeah. very weak this whole time. But she's, you know, she's standing in the corner and she's staring at it. And, like, wherever her eyes move, the laser shoots. Um, and the tumor has gotten, like, massive at Oh, this it's point. so big at this point. It's, like, poking out of her little, like, you know, uh, like, hospital gown. Thing. Yeah. It's really it's, gross. It's nasty. Yeah. And everybody starts referring to it as a he now. It's not it. It's not, like, a tumor yeah, thing. Yeah, everybody's just accepted that this is, like, a fetus. A medicine man is going to burst out of her back. Yeah. And Western medicine has accepted it. It's not happy with it. You know, better late than never, I guess. I, yeah, I guess. I, when it comes to a fetus tumor <laughs> medicine man. Right. Uh, so, he, you know, she says, he says you must not touch him. He's in pain. It was the light. He will kill you all. And then they like, She screams and, and freaks yeah. out and they sedate her. And then, and then we, we, what is the light, right? Well, they kept bombarding her with x-rays to see what was going on. And, and so the surgeon is explaining that the x-ray has actually mutated the medicine man. Yeah, which killed off like, a bunch of his cells while he was still very fetal. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. Maybe it's like a cool mutation where he like turns into like some superpowered medicine man thing. But no, it's a bad mutation. It's a bad. It's like, ugh. Yeah, it's bad. <sighs> so they didn't have to go there, but they did. And and he goes, we've created a monster. And I was like, this is like a settler parable for the modern Indian. You know, Whoa. like like. Like Whoa. natives, you know, even though they were unappreciated and savage and primitive, we didn't realize how, like that they were actually good people. And then we came in and, you know, we, we ruined the land and we, and all this toxic stuff. And, and now Indians are like all messed up from residential schools and everything. We created a monster. But of course, nobody would ever actually admit that. So that's not what happened. It wasn't a parable for anything. Definitely not. No. No settler anxieties come into play here. Nope. At all. Nope. Especially because they they don't they never go to find the good Indian to fight off all of these terrible monstrous Indians that they've created. Right. No. No. Except that's exactly what they oh, do. Right, that is what they do. Yeah. So Ooh, they go, they're on the res. They drive to the res. Random random flutes, random house. Flutes, house, and then a native. A real native. We and got, a native lady. We got an Esquail there. Yay! And there's so many flutes. And she has one line. She has a she line. She has a line. That Iskua has a line. Yeah. She has also has a very high voice. Yeah. And she's tiny as heck. Yeah. I mean, well, the guy's big, but not, not Harry, but the medicine man guy that we'll yeah. talk about in a second. He's like giant. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah. And she's tiny and she has one line. And then we're like, goodbye. We miss you already. So he's looking for John Singing Rock. Yeah. And, and they're, in, they're in South Dakota because that's where the only medicine man still around. Yep. Word up, South Dakota. Yep. And John Singing Rock is hoeing a garden. Pretty sure there's no Ojibwe's out there. I mean, maybe there's a couple, but like... Yeah, but not like... Not... Not Ojib, like, medicine man hanging out in South Dakota. Yeah, not not a bunch of, like, people talking about how they're going to defeat the Manitous by, like, tapping a bunch of sticks at them. Yeah, no. no. Yeah. But whatevs. Well, anyway, John Singing Rock is cool as heck. Yeah. We love John Singing Rock. He's wearing, like, the Indian suit. He's got it. Jeans on jeans Down. on jeans. Jeans on jeans on jeans. Button yeah. up shirt. Yeah. Probably also jean on yeah. jeans on jeans. He's got that 70s bone choker yep. deal going on. He's got on. a couple braids in his, in his like, it's just, his hair is like a little bit past his shoulders. It's mostly loose. Got a couple braids in there. But it didn't look like a wig. 
No, because totally he had real. some split ends going on there. Yeah, I gotta say that's how you can tell. Yeah, you can always tell an indigenous person by the split ends. Yeah, I, they've I, got long dude hair. Dude is not married because his split ends were kind of all over the place. Yikes! But uh, yeah. Anyway, he was awesome. Uh, so he asks, "What does a white man want with Indian magic?" Well, obviously, white men always oh, want. Yeah, Indian magic. he's like, yeah, he might. Come on, John, like, are you kidding? Are you yeah. kidding? <laughs> like always. And this is like the fifth different medicine man that Harry's been to, and they've all like told him, like, you know, pack your bags and get out. Um, and and so you know, he's trying to convince he's trying to convince him to help him out, and uh, and and you know, John's like, uh, how well do you know this woman? And he's like, oh, very well. And he's like, oh, that's good. Love is one of the strongest medicines there is. Love is one of the strongest medicines there is. There, there are a few lines in there. There's that some good old we were like, wisdom. This dude is obviously native and probably threw that in there. Yeah, I, I, we're hoping he ad libbed some stuff or like at least had some input into his lines because there was some good stuff. There was some. There I mean, was that was a bit corny. Good stuff. That was like that was like what you say when you're trying to snag. But like, I mean, it's true. <laughs> but like, it's it kind of like it doesn't have much to do with any of the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which is why I think it was like kind of like you know it's it's from his little heart. Yeah, you know maybe okay. he was maybe he was trying to snag that native lady who was maybe. his wife. He was totally babely. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. So uh, he starts talking about Gitche Manitou. Mm. Gitche Manitou in South Dakota, yo. Yeah, is a great spirit among the Indians, like your Jesus or Jehovah. Okay, but like Jesus Not and Jehovah like are like two different like. What? Exactly. Yeah. All right. Good. We all know. We that. all know why that's an issue. So uh, <sighs> he's explaining how this medicine man is like in his fourth or fifth reincarnation because mm-hmm. that you know hey uh indians reincarnation boom it's a thing apparently yep and on the south dakota (laughs) it's like on the eighth reincarnation you get to join get you manitou you get to like join the band that sounds like a great deal honestly i know i would fully on do that like i i mean you get to live eight times and then boom up with the spirit in the sky yeah why not why not spirit in the sky get you manitou gonna (laughs) join him when i die the eighth time yeah Planet John. Okay, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, uh, luckily, John Singing Rock, you know, he knows the deal. You can't hold the Manitou. You can't slow it down. You can just turn it away. 180 degrees. Yeah. Man. U-turn. He you knows. got a U-turn, the Manitou. He, he got out his protractor and he was like, not 175 degrees, not 90 degrees, and not 360. You guys always make that mistake. No. 180 degrees. Yeah. And then he straightens his bone choker. <laughs> Got this math. You know, this that's why he's a medicine man. There you go. Indian, you can do math. Obviously, shit immediately if you, elevated. If you know what 180 degrees means, like, and, and you know it's not a temperature, you're a medicine man already. We, we just, boom, we became medicine men. We both, you should see our chokers right now. They just appeared out of nowhere. Mine's a bit tight. I know, but... That it, mine's like sticking into my double chin is the only thing. That's and why I don't like chokers. This is the problem. We we fell off. We fell off the wagon with our uh, Patrick Stewart yeah. uh, fitness regime yeah, so that we, we could really lose did. the double chins. But you know, I don't know. I guess we just got to live with it now because we're medicine men. Yeah, not medicine women because that's sexist. Okay, so uh, they're talking about how they need to invoke the powers of other spirits, the power of the spirits of the mountain and the wind. That, that was getting a little cheesy for me. Yeah, yeah, that was whatever. But whatever. Like, he clearly didn't even want to say it. Yeah. Because he was cool. Yeah, I think those were lines that were written for him. Yeah. So, you know, and he says, you know, he's not going to do it, and he's not going to do it. And he says, you know what? I but don't need your pleas. But the came up behind him. 
That yeah. destroyer came up and kind of pleaded with her eyes. But he, he didn't even look at her. So she pleaded at her eyes through, his, through the jean shirt on his back. And he just felt her Indian Nisqual power. That's why they wear the jean shirts. I guess. So they can know. Yeah. yeah. You got to be able to feel that those eyes boring through you. Yeah. Make me feel guilty. And he says, you know, I don't need your please. I don't need your money. And he talks about basically like, you know, I'm living on land that used to be all of ours, you know, forever. And mm-hmm. now it's with the Missouri Holding Company. Yeah. And like, screw you. And like, total like, a moment there for a little bit. Yeah. We're like, yeah, you tell him. You tell him. Yeah. And so he says, I want $100,000 to the Indian Education Wait, the Indian, Indian Ed- Educational Foundation. Woo, Foundation. Woo, woo. That's what that word yeah. is. That and I, I was like, yes. How and cool then he says, that? and I need some tobacco. I'm running a little low. Yeah. And you're like, fuck <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> because like that didn't need to be in there. Like, uh, that's not a thing that most people know. If it wasn't in there, no white person was going to be like, that's not authentic. You know, like, yeah. so that little tobacco throwaway, I like that. But I really, really liked the give the money to the Indian, Indian Educational, Educational Foundation. Foundation. Yeah. That's totally what would happen. Yep. That's yep. totally what... That guy's legit. And yeah, then we I were like just that. like, dang, we love this guy. Everything's going to be totally fine because we have this guy on our side yep. against the Manitou. There you go. And then the most terrifying thing that has ever happened in Métis in Space happened. <laughs> and part of the chair fell off and broke my wine glass. It was all going to be okay. And then it wasn't. There was just shattering glass. And we're like, ah! <laughs> Like both at the same time, we just were like screaming. We were like, what happened? We what not, is this? Is it the Manitou? We were not ready. No. We were not ready. We weren't. Thankfully, it was empty. Pants may have been soiled. Yeah. I'm wearing a garbage bag diaper right now. <laughs> so, so It's not soaking it up, but at least it's containing crinkly. it. <laughs> so we're back at the hospital. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so... We, we got singing Rock Azari saying, we got to be ready by tomorrow at the latest, because that, that thing is about to pop. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, I'm going to put a circle around the bed to hold him. Don't smudge it. Don't, you know, you can step over it. Don't break it. Don't do nothing like that. Right? So he, he he's, he's got this, like, he's, he's got a nice medicine bundle with him. You know, he's, he's dressed like a real Indian. He's got some jeans on and, you know, like the, the button-up shirt, right? Like, and then the jean jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, he's, he's looking real Indian. He's got his medicine bundle there. He, uh, he has this like red and white powder that he, he, he puts around the bed, but you know, it's not a circle cause it, 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 it it's like a parabola. It starts at the wall and it ends at the yeah. wall on the other side. I, I mean, maybe he, I think he almost lost his medicine powers right then when he didn't know what a circle was. That's true. Right? Yep. Geometry. Yeah. It's what makes it's part you, of mathematics. It's, it's what me, it's, it makes you magical. It's part of mathematics. <laughs> That's, that's what I'm going to get my kids to write on their exams. <laughs> <laughs> their geography exam. They're just going to be like, geography, it's a part of mathematics. Métis in space told me so. You don't like that? Colonizer! It's traditional knowledge. <laughs> oh. Hi. So then yeah. he, he kneels down, he starts praying to Gitsimanitu. Yeah. Gitsimanitu. Like, the, the Indian from South Dakota. Yeah, I, well, you know, maybe he's got a story. I don't know. Probably I don't know. not. I don't know. Maybe there's some Ojibs down there. Maybe there. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. That's possible. But I just, I just find that throughout like uh, the shows that we've seen, um, I don't know if it's like those Ojibs are just getting busy with all the the directors here because their their language gets into a lot of things. Eh? You know what I think it is? It's probably yeah, the language gets around, and yeah. I think probably I feel like there have probably been a lot of like linguistic studies by anthropologists about. That that would make sense. I feel like it's really prevalent. It gets overused yeah. a lot, so it's it's kind of like just the gets, like, language that everybody knows. Yeah, right? totally. And then it just gets like transferred onto these 
totally random places that yeah. obviously they would not yeah. be you know it's like, like it's then Wendigo you know yeah. like if you have Wendigo like it doesn't matter where you are in no, North no. America you have a Wendigo yeah, for some you're, reason you're like, in Florida you're down in Louisiana <laughs> freaking Alaska <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm not saying that Ojibwe's get around yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. alright okay so <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's praying and uh, fetus woman wakes up she's like I am mightier than you. Your medicine is of no consequence. I am Mr. Marcus. The little brother, some, something from the plains, he said something like that? I don't know. Uh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, like he's calling him like little brother from the plains. Do not help them oh, or yeah. die. He's calling that to the, the yeah, to sing rock. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah, totally. Which was like kind of a cool yeah. thing. He's little like, brother from the plains. Yeah. So where's he from? I mean. Is he, is he from the Hidatsa tribe? I don't is know. he from, you know. Does it, it probably doesn't even matter yeah, at this it point. Because, you know, John Singing Rock has decided that he's going to take the white people's side. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That apple. Although, like, also, you know, you don't hear a lot of people nowadays going, you know, do not help them or die. Yeah. Like, that's not, you know, I wouldn't expect somebody that I would call my brother to say that to me, you know, offhand. But he's from a different time. That's true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we were a lot savager back then. <laughs> so yeah, his name this this medicine man's name is is alternatively Mistwomachus or Mistomachus or Mistwimachus. Or Misquomachus. Misquomach. Yeah, so they or say Esquomachus. Esquomachus. So they say it a bunch of different ways, so I can't understand like I'm trying to figure out what because Mist is like is 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 a prefix for like something big. big. Yeah. Right? But I can't figure out what the other words might be. So I don't know if uh, if we have any like ojibs out there who kind of are like yeah you know I know what that means let us know yeah what his or name is. you know maybe you are Mistamacus yeah in the yep. latest reincarnation maybe you're number seven in which know? case you know who doesn't have a job right now and could totally raise your fetus on his back fuck you Harper okay um so he's available yes uh all right so this is like the most powerful medicine man ever so like that freaks out uh singing rock because he's like whoa this guy can this guy's the real deal everything up he's he's like whoa i am not powerful enough yeah and he wants revenge especially against me for helping you yeah but he's gonna stick with them because he's a badass oh and And they've paid him lots of honors well yeah and you know and and friendship and friendships (laughs) so (laughs) So then, you know, this is this is where things start to get scary for a while. I was yeah. like legit. I was clutching the blanket around myself, cutting tense. off my own circulation. <laughs> the blanket didn't fall off my shoulders until my arms became too numb to hold it. Because, um, it, you know, now it's night and, yeah. you know, everybody's sleeping and they're preparing for the next day when they're going to defeat Mr. Macus. And, but, you know, Tony Curtis can't sleep. He's going back and forth to the nurse being like, can I have some Tylenol or some antacids or this whatever those things are? This was a weird scene. Yeah. yeah. So at first we're like, okay, if, if doctors hang, hand out alcohol, maybe the nurses just hang, hand out Valium, you know, no prescription needed. But no, I'm pretty sure it was like Alka-Seltzer, you know, like. I thought it was Tylenol. Pop, pop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Alka-Seltzer to the rescue. And you put it in and it's supposed to fizz. Right. You know, like, yeah. but it, he put it in and it didn't fizz. And it didn't fizz. And she was like, man, you're just having a bad time. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, whatever. See and, you later. Yeah. This sucks. And then all of a sudden he's walking by the room and this bloody face busts through yeah. the window and at him. And we were still like, 
like what what was that and then yeah so it was like extra shocking this yeah. bloody face just smashing through the window yeah and then you see this guy and he's you know he's fallen down dead and he's covered in red and you're not entirely sure what he yeah. is but they walk in and there's blood splattered everywhere all over the walls and all over him and his and skin he's is soaked. gone yeah it's it, they, this, like the misto mac has stripped him of his skin like yeah ugh, like what nasty and so fetus woman is like lying on the bed and 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 the the growth on her back is like absolutely massive at this point and you know what they never show her eating because like yeah. when i was that big i was eating like crazy <laughs> like i was you, were, you weren't so quite that much. big well not you weren't quite so big that a grown man <laughs> was busting out whatever i was i was i was scarfing down food like there was no tomorrow and they didn't show her eating nothing that was unrealistic yeah you know what that was the unrealistic you know what if we thing. could call up the director and give him our critique personally yeah we had one critique to give of this movie that you, woman did not eat she one did time not eat um so she's like she's making all these sounds like she's in labor right and uh and singing rock is like calling on different spirits and stuff and all i'm going is like ew, 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 ew. yeah because you can see this hand like scraping inside inside yeah we were calling on the spirit oh. of like oh that's so gross and then it was like bursting out there's like a hand coming out of the and growth. then and then you get this like totally weird like shot where you're looking straight on at her face and this yeah. hand is like waving at uh. you from beside her face and we we're like ah! what even <laughs> and then he's like pulling then a head is like coming out and it like got all the hair and it's like freaky and and stuff and so this like the medicine man finishes pulling himself out of is like embryotic sack or whatever and just like Ugh. falls over into the floor wetly like it was wet it was bleh. and yeah and so singing rock is like is like still like still praying still praying praying really really hard to keep him in that circle eh? yeah and the actor's a little person that's who yeah. they got right because he's and this is this is the part that i was kind of like really yeah because right this is the part that got gross yeah because for one good. thing they they'd set it up so like he's a mutation right and then they get a little person to play it and it was kind of like that it's not cool yeah like the idea the idea is that like he's been x-rayed so many times that it's like killed off a bunch of his cells and so he's going to be this like grotesquery like they're playing yeah. this like body yes horror. yeah and that and that yeah so yeah that and then they're using like, like disability oh. to like evoke yep. this body yeah, horror too. and we were yeah. like oh come on no get, like no not cool um, so, but anyway, he's held in the circle. He kind of like passes out, you know, cause it's, 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 it's hard work getting, you know, being born out of somebody's back right? after killing a guy and taking his skin. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, um, according to Indian lore, even though Karen's just had a grown man bust out of her back, she can still be saved. Right. But they just leave her there in the bed. Yeah. I mean, but honestly, I would not go into that circle. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't either. Like, I, I, like, you know, a bunch of stuff happens, and, like, I would be, you know, I wouldn't not only go in the circle, I would be out of the hospital. That's true. I'd be on I'd a be, plane. I'd be running down the, I couldn't afford a plane, so I'd just be running down the street. I'd be like, get out of my way, I'm running away <laughs> from some nasty stuff. Commandeer, commandeer like a moped, like, <laughs> beep, beep, like, zzz, I don't know where up, I'm going, like, but I'm going far. Going very far away. Yeah, anyway, else they don't go far that. away because no. of the magic of love medicine. And <laughs> we find out that Everything has a matter to even non-living things. So they're talking about calling the police and, and singing rock is like, no man, don't call the police because even because I'm native, I'm a big native dude. Don't call the cops. Well, like that's a real reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But he gave the reason for white people. That is so the real reason, but he's like, no, no, it's because police guns have matter to too. And, and, and the, you know, the evil medicine man will turn it against them. So, yo, when big, if you're a big Indian dude and you're hanging out with white friends and they just don't get 
why you don't want them to call the cops for anything. Like, you know, like uh, neighbors upstairs are having a party and they're like, we should call the cops on them. And you're like, no, that is a terrible idea. And they're like, well, why don't you explain it to us? Why is that so bad? And you don't want to go into that whole thing where you have to like convince them about racism and cop abuse and stuff. You just be like, no, no, no. Look, everything has a matter to <laughs> And you know what? You're probably going to have to do less explaining. <laughs> yeah. They'll probably be like, oh, it's I got your it. religion. Yeah. And then boom, conversation over. Yeah. Conversation over and no cops. There you are. A plus plus. So they have another guy sitting in the room, in the room that is splattered with blood, where a dead body lies in the corner with like a blanket thrown over him. Because he has no skin on. Yeah. And this guy is asleep. Like, like who, He is asleep in one, the corner. How do you volunteer to sit in there? Two, Two. how do you fall asleep? I feel like those two qualities would probably be in the same person. I though. guess. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, man, this isn't even as bad as like, what? Like, no, why? I, I couldn't <laughs> no, even finish that thought. Yeah, that's that literally no nothing worse than that. God. So uh, then, you know, um, what's his face? The Manitou starts, you know, chanting, and he never really chants any word. He just goes, "Hun, hun, 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 no, he, hun, 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 hun." Yeah, but he starts chanting, but then he starts singing a, you know, a faint but pretty good roundy. I he was singing. I oh yeah, okay, I, a couple okay. times I wrote down a couple times. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's a good round, that's a good round dance right there. I mean, but that's not the dance he used to summon up the eldest demon of demon hell. Wait, Probably don't know that. That's true. That's a good point. He was just singing. He was singing the same round dance over and over again. The one he knew. And then he starts dissolving the circle of protection. Yeah. Um, and everybody runs in. They're like, oh my God, what's going on? Because, you know, this guy actually possesses the body of the dead skin guy. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, he, he does. Yeah, that was a creepy after. moment. So, yeah, so he makes the dead body rise up and attack the sleeping nurse. Like, who frankly, I think at that point should have been attacked. You know, it's kind of like, I think, I think, I think the medicine man was doing him a favor and teaching him a life's lesson. When oh, you yeah. are in a bloody hospital room where there's a dead person with no skin with a blanket over it and there's like a uh, chanting medicine man in a circle with a woman who just gave birth out of her back to that medicine man, you shouldn't fall asleep. That's a really good point. Yeah. But I think that what that kind of evades is where our current health care system is at. Oh, How overworked are our nurses? That they have to fall asleep in those situations. Yeah. Man, you know what? We are this not paying rough. them enough if they have to go into those bloody, you know what? scary, Next time, rooms. I promise to double my friendships. Okay. Double. Good. I'm going to double my friendships when I go to the doctor next okay. time. All right. Specifically for the nurses, because right. they deserve it. They do. They do. All right. Anyway, so solving, the nurse... We're solving the healthcare crises. We're, we're just... One we're, friendship at a time. There you go. Injections of friendships and injections of honors. So, chick on the bed. Uh, she starts talking. Uh, she's obviously the mouthpiece for this uh, evil medicine man. You have defied me, hurt me. I feel pain. I will destroy you. Creepy. Yeah. Because all of us, we're all out here to destroy you. Me too. That's what we in do. In particular, actually. Yawn. Uh, so anyway, so they, they all run in and they go, oh, he's summoning a demon and I don't know which one. And we were really, like, I personally was very afraid at this moment. Like, yeah, a bunch just... of scary things had happened up to this point. The tension was really intense. You could cut it with a knife. It wasn't that scary. It was, it was that scary. <laughs> it was, it was definitely that scary. And then the Manitou summons an Indian demon and the Indian demon is a dinosaur. And I was like, oh, thank God. 
God, it I wasn't was getting very afraid. It was Dude, a dinosaur. It was it was a guy in a in a in a lizard suit. When, okay, but here's the thing: When is the last time you saw a man-sized lizard? When's the last time you saw a dinosaur? When is the last time you saw a manitou spirit come out of a lady's back and then summon up that very same lizard dinosaur? All right, it, it's plausible it could be a dinosaur. I'll just I'll anyway, just it's, it's, it's also it's plausible it could be a lizard. All right, you know but, what? This is a Kiam moment, okay. I think. But yeah, 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 yeah. Kiam. Kiam. Right. Dino lizard doesn't matter. No. Yeah. Okay, so he bites the uh, the doctor is being controlled and he's drawn towards the dinosaur lizard and he gets bitten and it eats his hand sort of it yeah. eats like the it chunks off his hand a yeah, little bit a little and then nasty. it completely disappears it was like a it was a one trick dino lizard yeah boom gone um which but it's like you know it's scary and whatever so they take him away to to, to treat his wounds and then uh harry comes back he's back on that floor which has been transformed into this cheesy like frozen cave yeah with and and we we couldn't figure out stalagmites stalactites which ones come from the top do you know, audience? Nah. Okay, so no. it's one or the other, but they were yeah. from the top. So if you know the answer, go ahead and tweet that at us. Yeah. So they're hanging down. Uh, you know, I, I think probably they had fun with that set. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and also they find this other nurse who's like nice and gives him the Alka Seltzers. Yeah. She's totally frozen. She's frozen. She just like fully just, just died, frozen to the spot, Terminator yeah. Two style, with her with her hand up. Yeah, your mouth open. Yeah, in this horrible death, and we're yeah. like, dang, how many women got die in this movie? Yeah, brutal. Oh well, so it's the seventies. The then and then there's this like, uh, so the good medicine man is there as well, and there's what he the 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 bad medicine man bursts out again in like oh, this gale force wind again, right? Yeah, yeah. He like finds him. He's like all crouched over, and he's like, I couldn't beat him. I couldn't beat him. He's too strong. And so then they like are like, we gotta get out of here. And so they go over, and they're like kind of like trying to make their way to the elevator and then Miss Domacus busts out and like yeah starts this gale force wind and there's this big explosion and the nurse's head busts off of her yeah, frozen body and that was flies what? through the back window. Her head just flies off. It was man. horrible. Oh, and oh, then man, and then bad. and then uh Harry throws a typewriter at the evil medicine man and it explodes in this huge explosion. Yeah. And then he disappears. Right. And we're like and then Harry huh. and Singing Rock go to the elevator. elevator. And we're like, that is not the time. You know when You know when is not the time to take the elevator? In a fire. And when an evil medicine man is trying to exterminate you and the entire world. You don't take the elevator. You take, you the, take damn the stairs. stairs. Take the stairs. I don't care how icy the stairs are. Just I don't care how chubby you are. I don't care how much you just ate. I don't care if your knees hurt. I don't care if you're like afraid of stairs. I just don't care. Yeah. Take the stairs. Yeah. You, you know what? If, if grab a crazy carpet if you need to Boom. and just slide down those stairs. Even if your butt hurts at the end. Take turns using each other to slide down the stairs. There you go. If that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. But stay away from the elevator. You know what? Chelsea and I did that the last time that we were in that situation. That's right. And It only know, hurt a little. You know. Yeah. A, a lot. But yeah. My chin was bruised for a while, but it was worth it. Both of them. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, at that point, even the good medicine man is, like, fed up. He's like, all right, maybe we should call the cops. And then Harry... Is like, why not call Get Your Manitou? And, 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 uh, Singing Rock says, you know, what we were thinking, you don't call, call Get, Get Your Manitou. Like, you just don't do that. And he's like, well, he's gonna, he's gonna be getting a personal call from me. And then the room starts tossing and turning. And it actually looks really cool. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like they, 
they built a set where like one one piece of the floor would go up and the other and piece would go up and just yeah. throwing them around. But also, it made me really wish that every time a white guy says something inappropriate oh, like that, that the room would just like throw them around. Yeah, they just, just get like, messed right up a wall. little bit. Yeah. You know, like his his whole sense of reality would just get messed up. Yeah. a bit for a little bit. You yeah, know, yeah, just yeah. like you know, he'd say something like really terrible, and then you'd just be like, oh my. God, Boom. like not all natives are alcoholics, but yeah. then you wouldn't even have to think that because no, automatically the, just room, the room would just, just toss them around. <laughs> Man, Flanagan would just be so beat all the time. Yeah, he would just stop talking, and wouldn't that be great? Yeah, and every every time like a white dude picked up his book and cracked it open, all of a sudden he just book in the face. <laughs> then a lamp comes flying from across the room, gets him in the head, and all of a <sighs> sudden Flanagan's just not a thing anymore. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. Let's work on that. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Marcus is apparently called the Great Old One, Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call him. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Like, wh- and because they, why not? They come up with this wild scheme, right? So, what they figured out is that typewriter that was tossed at the evil medicine man had a Manitou, right? And, and Harry's like, ooh, technology, for some reason, hurts the evil medicine man. And so they come up with this plan that they're going to get, take all of the, you know, the high tech uh, computers. The one million dollars worth of technology. These like old pieces of junk that we're just laughing at. Eh? It's like the red car of computers. But they're like, yeah, they're going to they're going to set them all up and they're going to like beam them at the medicine man. And that made all the manitous of the technology will hurt. And I was like, yeah, you're going to kill the Indian with white man technology. See, but I this is one of those moments where I was like, that could be very cool. Like you're going to harness the spirits of machines yeah. to, you know, assist you in, like, accomplishing things. And I was like, that is, like, a cool potential the futurist of, plot. Yeah, the spirit of machines. Like, that's yeah, very yeah, yeah. interesting. But, yeah. like, no, no. they didn't take it anywhere else. But, no, no. They, but they could have, cool like... cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That everything has a matter to, and, like, and that, that yeah, I mean, a uh, form but they of just, energy. You yeah. know, instead of, instead of being very delicate, like a hummingbird with it, they instead decide to be the elephant and just, yeah. like, crash and stomp everything that was possibly cool You know, maybe it. that's not very fair to elephants, eh? Elephants, yeah, you're right. Elephants are very cool. I I bet you they... Also, their trunks are very delicate. Yes, and I bet they can be pretty dainty when they need to be. Well, like a clumsy animal. Like a 14-year-old boy. There we go. With with the feet that are too big, they haven't really learned how to walk Elbows, they don't realize how far their elbows go out And they're like, sorry, sorry, smash, 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 bloody noses in their wakes and everything. And they're just like, oh. Oh, no, I'm so awkward. Nobody will ever like me. Yeah, eventually I'm going to, like, flower into this, like, beautiful young man and... You know, but but not right now. Not, not right, right now. now. It's just not there, and it's just the acne and the bad hair and the teeth. You know, yeah. and just like and I'm the really sweating, awkward. the constant sweating. Yeah, I smell weird, and yeah. like I'm really nervous around. Girls. And I've got floppy hair. Yeah, and I just like yeah. I, I oh, ugh. yeah hormones. They decided to go there with that. They went yeah. teenage boy with it. They went full instead teenage of boy. hummingbird. All right, so uh, you're gonna have to explain the next part because I was I was busy feeding the baby again. So you hear. That the Great Old One is a master of illusion, so you have to be careful. And you also hear that the Great Old One is also called the Great Devourer. So as they're about to go in to, you know, confront the Great Devourer, the Great Old One, uh, John Singing Rock gives Harry a medicine bag. And he says, what's this? And John Singing Rock says, it's for protection. And Tony Curtis responds, I thought it was for seasoning. Oh, that's what that was about. Yeah. He gave him a medicine bag and then he said that. Yeah. That's when you just wish that the stairs tossed him around again. Yeah. That that would be a really good like, moment for that. Yeah. Not cool, dude. So, uh, anyway, so you, you, you get over that and they are clearly over it already. And they, they walk towards, you know, the door of the hospital room where Karen is in. And there's this big ball of flame. 
I'm the fireball of the party. I'm the I'm the I'm the fireball of the party. Yeah, it's just and fireballs it everywhere. It's a flipping it's cool. party because they go and they look through the hospital room door and suddenly they're in space. space. And the Manitou is floating in space. And so is the bed. With, and she's like with passed Karen out on it. it. Yeah. And they're just like, it's fully just like space. It gets super space from there on in. And it's just like they have this space battle. They yeah. have space meteorites. laser battle. Yeah, meteorites are flying towards me, exploding in like the computers. Spark. And then Karen sits up in the bed. She starts like harnessing the power of the computers. Right, because first they're like, okay, power of computers. And the yeah. surgeon is downstairs being like turning up all the knobs and being like, go, yeah. knobs, go, go, Manitou's of the machines. Like, we can do it. And so like John Singerak is trying to harness all this energy, but it's like, it's not working. And then the surgeon downstairs explodes. Just explodes out of nowhere. Fully explodes. Yeah, and like lightning is coming out of all these machines. And they're like, no, we failed. The, the Manitou's of the machines won't help us. Yeah. And then Karen sits up in bed totally shirtless yeah with great boobage hair. all yeah, over the place totally incredible hair yeah like some of and, the best but hair she was ever. just looking so gleeful she'd like clutch her little hands and she'd be like ping and lasers would fly out yeah. of it because the machines the managers of the machines decided to ally themselves with karen yeah and so she's just shooting these huge lasers and first she shoots the lasers at mr Macus and he explodes like he has no match for shirtless no. karen with great hair he just totally explodes. And then she goes after the great old one, who's kind of the psychedelic space storm. He becomes sort of like, like an eye at some point, and, he's, and, he's, and, and it's like... Oh, shooting. I thought he was another boob. Or, oh, no. I thought a this was boob? like a reflection of really? another boob. Weird. Well, it kind of looked because it was, it was like all round, and then it had kind of like another smaller round dark like thing. An eye. It was definitely an eye. Yeah, I don't I know. Was I was just overwhelmed by weird. all of the 70s boobs. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah. yeah, so she meteorites shoots lasers, meteor, like, he's trying to fight back, and he's shooting meteorites and more fireballs, and she's, like, dodging them, she doesn't even care, and she just bow, blasts him with her hand lasers from the power of technology, and the great old one is destroyed. And that is how you beat uh, a medicine man that decides to take root in your back. There you are. That's what you do. That's all you gotta do. Yep. It was, it was simple. I'm glad you followed these simple instructions. Yeah. And we're done. That's, that's basically a how-to. And that's literally the end of the movie. Yep. Everything's fine. Everything, you know, the lights turn on. There's, like, nice flute music instead of, you know, and ominous And the good Indian music. doesn't die. And nobody that becomes nice. an Indian. Nobody becomes an Indian. The good Indian doesn't die. And nobody takes anything from the Indian. That's like, right. It's not like Harry now has the power of a medicine man. Oh, and at the very end, when uh, Singing Rock is going home, he's going, you know, uh, Harry comes out and gives him a pouch of tobacco. And we're like, that boy? Yeah. There you go. He's like, here, yeah, here's, here's, hey, your tobacco. And yeah. he's like, okay, great. And he drives off and we're like, okay. And that's it. Sweet. And like assuming the $100,000 goes to the Native Education Foundation. Uh, he better not go back on that. Yeah. Well, that'll be the second, uh, the second uh, installment of this is when he doesn't pay him. And then Singing Rock comes and like brings his medicine magic and like destroys Harry for, yeah. for being a lying Sack totally like crap. grows himself out of his knee <laughs> something oh yeah yeah so the the also the 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 evil medicine man is not dead he's just going to his next reincarnation and we find out that in 1969 uh he grew out at the back of some japanese boy and became gojira <laughs> well not really but that would have been awesome but it was cool because it was like this time yeah, flux thing he where he goes to the time. past yeah and he's like man this future is too much for me to handle yeah i'm going back, I'm going back to, to the past to japan where yeah. they have no medicine men yeah presumably that would be cool yeah, I would totally watch a Japanese movie about like a battle between, you know, like a, a traditional, like you know, spiritual Shinto something uh, versus a Native American medicine man in Japanese. In wow, I would totally watch that with like really awesome subtitles. That would be so good. We should see if there's that any would be very type. Cool. 
Because we haven't looked at foreign films. Yeah. Okay. Or we could make one where the Japanese Shinto master guy yeah. speaks entirely Japanese and the native medicine guy speaks <gasps> entirely native language. Oh, that would be so But beautiful. they only get translated directly into the other language. <laughs> so only people who are those language speakers can ever watch the movie. <laughs> that would be so sick. Like, the most niche movie ever made. Yeah. Wow. That's the kind of thing that it's like millions of dollars. <laughs> That would be that would be amazing. All right, all right. I think we need to rate this out of South Dakota niches. Oh, don't because <laughs> you got all those niches hanging around in South Dakota. We might as well. I mean, there probably only are like five. So <laughs> right, you know, there's more than that. And they're yeah, making more as we are. speak. So okay, so rating this out of South Dakota niches. So uh, a one South Dakota niche is what? I always forget. Bad. It's bad. It's bad news. We want more. We want more niches everywhere. There we go. So if you get at least five of them in South Dakota, that's excellent. All right. Go ahead. What do you think? I'm I'm actually going to... I'm So I don't know. I feel like we've been very, very lucky this season so yeah. far. I feel like we've watched things that we've really, really enjoyed. I'm going to give this a four. I'm going to give this a four South Dakota niches. I think that, you know, it had its, it had a couple of really bad moments, mm -hmm. but overall it's treatment of, you know, aside from like the whole theme of like the evil Native American spirit coming out of the tumor, which is <laughs> ridiculous. <just> totally ridiculous. <laughs> but like, if you, if you manage to kind of like look beyond that a little bit and like how truly look ridiculous the tumor. <laughs> yes, look beyond the giant man tumor. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you look beyond that, like it was generally pretty good and relatively decently respectful particularly yeah. for the 70s i feel yeah they yeah. did the pan they did the pan indigenous thing right. which was annoying but typical yeah and it could be worse could, i mean it i'm i keep worse. i keep being like i'm not going to rate things on the basis of they could be worse but yeah. i just can't help myself yeah because wonderfuls yes um but i think you know i think that there was a relatively respectful portrayal in terms of like the one actual native person who was there yeah and like i don't know how much of that was him kind of like taking control of like the script and what his portrayal was and kind of like putting authenticity into that and i don't know how much of that was the writers actually doing the thing but i think that overall like it really broke with a lot of the tropes that we've been seeing you know nobody had to become indigenous nobody turned to indigenous people for spiritual guidance for their personal enlightenment right you know nobody had to like dispossess indigenous people to become more of themselves you know and that's something that we have just kind of seen over and over and over again and this really broke with that in a way that i think was just generally really good so i'm yeah i'm gonna go for four south dakota niches yeah 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 i was thinking also for south dakota niches when you said that i was like yeah boom that's what i'm thinking too yeah um i like the fact that even the evil indian doesn't actually die you know? Yeah, like even he doesn't die. Um, he has a future past. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I like his future past. So you know he gets another shot at things, and maybe he won't be hurt this time, and it'll be he'll come out a bit happier. Because I can't help yeah. but feel that he was so upset because he was really in pain, and they yeah. did horrible things to him, and he and he wasn't feeling so great. You know, and I'm not feeling great. I want to destroy the universe too. But uh, Singing Rock was a great character. Yeah, it was. Um, he, you know, no Tonto speak. Uh, I love the jeans on jeans on jeans. I liked his medicine bundle. Um, yeah, I just I, I like the way that he talked. He wasn't he wasn't so stoic Indian and stuff like. I mean, it was a bit cheesy. It was far fetched. The whole the whole thing obviously is far fetched. So you know, working with what they they were laying out there, but I liked it. Yeah. Ish. I mean, I, I, could we stop watching old movies though? They're kind of trash. Let's yeah, it was it was total trash. Yeah, it was total trash. But it was less trash than Wonderfalls. Yes, you know, which it was, was made recently. Yeah, true. it was even less trash than like TNG. Yeah, that's right. True. How sad. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us here on Métis in space, 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 space. space.
Kick, 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 kick,